Season two of the Pat and JT podcast. Oh my, now I'm here at last. The best time always gonna be the best. Come on. Exclusively on the Herd App Media Network. Right. It's Pat and JT. And it's uh, like we always say, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Just find us, slide into those DMs, or you can 402. Uh, nope, I was going to almost send you over to Centrist. 402-403-9478. You can, yeah, go ahead and text Centrist to their landline. I'm sure they'd love it. You know, that. let's go ahead and just say thank you to Centrist while we're talking about them. Yeah. Um, and thank you for putting up with it. And thanks for hanging in there. And <laughs> all that good stuff. And really, really would love to see you stick around for 23. Fingers crossed. Really hopeful. Um, so, yeah, no, we do. We, we really, really, really like the association with Centrist Federal Credit Union. Um, they've been super good to us and they work really hard to make things really good for their members. So check them out online. If you're thinking about getting away from the big bank, which that's what a lot of people have been doing of late. And you may have heard some of the whispers back and forth and it's gotten heated again um, because of some of the, the, the crap they're trying to pull in the charges. And um, it's just, it's getting crazy. And you want to work with somebody that seriously is a part of the community. Centrist Federal Credit Union. Now you can give that phone number, Pat. Uh, 402-334-7000. That's the correct one. And then also centristfcu.org is the website you need to go to. Back up to what you were talking about with reviews and ratings and stuff like that. Um, the reason why, and I know we've said this before, but I think it just bears repeating once a quarter, maybe just to remind people, um, it isn't for our egos. It really seriously does help with the stupid algorithms. Um it's it's crazy. Uh, we get a couple of great reviews. I mean, it, it's funny. Like you get a great review from from some other country, and all of a sudden you're charting in Guyana, for God's sake. Right. Um, we've been charting in Hong Kong back and forth, and I don't understand that. But <laughs> I'll take it. So yeah, like whatever. <laughs> we're charting. So <laughs> so anyway, if you would please leave a review. The review I think is even more important than the rating, um, for some reason. And and if it can't be a five star. Please call us and tell us why. Yeah. <laughs> DM us. Yeah. Like what? <laughs> but right. we would really appreciate it because it does make it easier for people to trip over us and accidentally find us. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So we appreciate any of your support in that way. 100%. So. so anyway, so you made it back from uh, the Big Apple. Uh, yeah, I did. Barely. Almost missed my flight. Um, overslept and <laughs> came in hot. The last person boarding. And then my layover was switched and changed. So when I landed, I got a notification on my phone that my other flight was boarding. So uh, I was like landing in the A concourse and taking off, of course, from like double Z, whatever. Did you fake an injury so they'd give you a cart? <laughs> no, I didn't have to fake an injury because I was winded and sweaty and they limping by the time I got to the other they gate. should have picked you up and given you a ride, damn it. I <laughs> <laughs> it was, but I did, I made it, I made it back and okay. I was tired. I f went to sleep midnight on Saturday and my, uh, I'd be leave at, supposed to leave at three 30 to get to the airport, but I overslept until four 30. Thank God there was no traffic and I got there on time, but I was tired. Tie -tie. Well, it's, it's fortunate you were probably the first flight of the day that More you were likely. getting there for. Cause that, that's usually, um, when you're flying as, as sucky as it is, mm -hmm. the best flight to catch is the first flight of the day because it's number one, probably going to be on time and it's not going to be as much of a cluster bleep. And people are in better moods. I, I, I told Beth this exact same thing yesterday. Like, I don't mm -hmm. like the, going out. I flew out in the afternoon and it just, I didn't like it because everybody was grumpy and they were over it and they wanted to get home or get to their destination. And in the mm -hmm. morning, it's like people have a little more optimism. They're tired, maybe more lethargic and they're just not as grumpy. And I like it. 
I don't know. I don't know. It was, I just found, you know, anywhere I go, I like to take the first flight of the day um, just because of the fact that I think most people, they haven't been pissed off about anything yet. Mm -hmm. They're, they're just like, everybody's in a good mood and you, you're ready to go. Either they're going somewhere or they're going home, but they're, it's not like they haven't been through a bunch of shit to get there. Yeah. And they finally got through everything and now they're boarding and they're just over everything. And then that's when you have fights on airplanes. Right. hundred percent. hundred percent. Yeah. BravoCon was great. When we lost, when we did our show on Friday, I just didn't know what I didn't know. I felt the vibe of it just being around there, but not, I hadn't gone actually to BravoCon yet. I went on Saturday and it was, um, it was an experience, man. I mean, I kind of, <laughs> kind of knew what I was getting myself into, but um, I don't know. It was it was like nothing I've ever seen in person. Anyway, where you know, like when you're you're watching something on TV and you see when celebrities show up or fans of someone, or, you know, you see people attack, screaming, going crazy. Seeing that in real life is something that's like, wow, this like really ha- this is happening. This it's people just, freak out. It's it's crazy, and and I have to say, I mean, this is something I wanted to ask you about, but I will tell you that online there was very little said about the event, not about the people, but about the event that was positive. There were so many people that were comparing it to the fire festival. That was an absolute shit show. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's people literally posting pictures. I remember that, that um, sandwich, it was like a piece of bread with a tomato and a piece of lettuce and something else. And here's my lunch from fire festival. Mm-hmm. And people were posting that saying, just got served this at BravoCon." You know, it was like, <laughs> Oh my god! And and they're talking about the the stampede, yeah. Uh, at the very beginning of the event, which I think that was on Friday, right when the stampede mm-hmm. happened. Yeah. And explain that was that because that was a line well, of just GA, or was that so, all the people? So I, I I wasn't there on Friday, but I talked to people that were, and I assuming then seeing what the experience was like on Saturday when I was there, they had changed a lot from Friday to Saturday because they they learn because they I they have there hasn't been a BravoCon in two years. 2019 was the most recent one, and it was at a much smaller venue. It wasn't at the Javits Center. It was at a place that was much more manageable. So with the last two years being canceled and never being here before, they didn't have the line management and crowd management in place that first day because they didn't know what – they knew that the response was going to be huge, but it was just overwhelming. They weren't prepared. So on Saturday, because I talked to some ladies that were in line because I had no other option because that's all that was online was ladies. And so I was talking to them and they were there the day before and they were telling me the things that had changed from the day before. And it was uh, much more organized. It was much more separated as far as like VIP and GA weren't all together and just people raising their hand to go in. It was much more organized. So if the fire, I could understand the fire festival comparison the day before maybe but saturday was was great there's a ton of people lines were huge for bathrooms um but that's really the only complaint that i can imagine anybody having when when people went though not everybody goes every day right right so you had a lot of people probably that went friday that weren't there for saturday you know and their their only experience was friday Mm -hmm. and and that's too bad and but it does to me it blows me away because I think of, you know, the events that we have locally um, and, and have have great success. Right. We, we kind of know what's what's going to go down. And when you're talking Bravo level. Mm-hmm. I guess my expectations are just high that I would ex- I would assume that the, the, the people were in place that understand putting on an event in this kind of center 
what it involves, that they would have those people in, involved um, to to do it. That That's where I was just like, how can this even be happening at a place that has events? Yeah. It's like, this is a place that should know how to conduct events at its own place, let alone Bravo people. Mm-hmm. But this place should know how to do it. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so I, like, I, I don't know what the deal was on Friday specifically, but mm-hmm. uh, dad got home or mom got home on Saturday morning and s- changed some things around. Cause it, um, and cause, yeah, I mean, <laughs> it, crazy. Uh, it was, it seemed pretty, the only thing I didn't like, like there, and this is just from a pure fan standpoint is that like, there is a very definite separation between general admission and people that are VIP. Like it's, it's, but it's okay. I mean, it's whatever they can do, whatever they want to do. A mm-hmm. general admission tickets, 180 bucks for a day and VIP is double that. And SVIP is, uh, like 600 bucks, you know? So people right. are paying that. So, you know, there, there was, and let me ask you this too, cause there was a lot of complaints also about the fact that. Um, not only are the, uh, the, the, the stars were late, not only late, not even intentionally late, but almost be- begrudgingly late as if, oh God. And then they get there and they turn on, they do their thing. But it's like a lot, there was, there was those kind of complaints. It's like, why, when they know this events on their calendar, do they not, why do they start hair and makeup at the time when they're supposed to get on the stage? Because they're and I yeah. was like, that's Who, kind of a good point. Because yeah. there's really no reason. Yeah, I mean, it's like the typical Madonna being like two hours late for a concert when you know your concert starts at nine. Like you get there. It's Why just, do that to, to your, your fans? Yet. You have one BravoCon a year. Well, maybe not. How many BravoCons do they just do? One. Yeah, there's just one. There's just one. <laughs> the universe like, can only help. Well, they can only uh, stand one a year. <laughs> uh, I mean, I didn't have much interaction with like the actual people from from the shows. You know, mm-hmm. you'd see them walking in the halls and stuff, but it was like. I'll, and I've got some video that I'll post on our social media too. Then, and it was on her at media social this pet this weekend. And it's still up there yeah. of some of these people walking through from booth to booth and getting like accosted. There was a guy from summer house that was pinned up against a pillar and these women screaming, you're hot. You're my guys. You're hot. And they're taking pictures and it was just like craziness. So a lot of them did the, what well, my witnessed people, great interactions with fans. Like they were appreciative. And then you would see on other people's stories on in, on mm-hmm. Instagram of them going, seeing, meeting these people out like in the hotels or at restaurants. And they seemed ex- super gracious. Um, Samantha Bush, who is, we talked about it on Friday, who hosts hot off the mess. Who's on the herd at media network hosted the Bravo, Bravo effing Bravo panel, mm-hmm. which was on Saturday morning. And um, she has said the same thing that the Tamara, Tamara judge and Whitney Rose from Salt Lake, Tamara judge from OC. And then, um, Oh, uh, somebody from Shaw's. I can't remember her name. Anyway, they're big, big names. I just shows I don't watch. And sure. she said they were all extremely gracious and polite and funny and respectful of time and professionals on her panel. Uh, and it was great. She did such a great job hosting. Um, and you couldn't tell that she almost was wetting her pants. She was so scared and so nervous, but she killed it. <laughs> she did a great job. It helps. It helps having people up there that this isn't their first rodeo. Um, but totally understand when you're all of a sudden surrounded by people that you talk about, but you don't know in real life. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden you're sitting with them and they're just like, yeah, chill. It's all good. Yeah. Go. No problem. But that's fantastic. Um, no, it, it was interesting. Did you see anything like any shows that you don't typically watch that maybe you got to, maybe you're a little interested now? Um, I don't know. Maybe I saw, um, I'm, I'm Variety magazine maybe. had a story real quick here. I was going to say that real housewives of New York, they, they announced their new cast at BravoCon. Mm-hmm. 
Um, yeah, they did. They announced so, new cast at BravoCon, and then the, they're going to be having the OGs are going to be doing uh, different series. There's going to be two New York series now, Series I. Right. So Andy Cohen was there taping Sunday. It said um, the ladies surprised the fans by walking on stage. Um, several of the, the new ladies, and then they got I'm just looking at Variety Magazine and some of the comments that they had about it. I don't know any of these women. <laughs> I don't either. Like the new ladies, I don't know any of them. Mm-mm. We will soon. I guess that's, the, but we will, won't we? We will soon, yeah. Uh, and another <laughs> another one which is cool is that they announced and they dropped the trailer for the next season of Below Deck with Captain Lee. And mm. um, one of the new cast members there, his name is Ben. Um, he has a podcast and it's going to be uh, launching with us soon. So, mm. and he, I saw a lot of pictures of Captain Lee. Mm-hmm. That was it. Didn't see anything about any Ben. Yeah, but I did see. Yeah. Well, they the trailer um, looks the trailer looks amazing. Whether you're a Blow Deck fan or not, whoever put that together makes anybody want to watch it. It looks incredible. Um, but it's it's uh, I'll I'll share that one too from Bravo's whatever from their Instagram page. But it's funny because you know Ben's been in the yachting industry for a long time and he got cast on the show and he just looks like a, a little baby that has no idea what he's getting himself into and he's just so excited and so everything. So it's it's cool. I'm happy for him and I'm happy that he um, is doing a podcast with us and we'll be making more announce announcements on that coming as we go. Um, but it's pretty exciting. I get geeked out about that stuff. Right. Yep. All right. Well, cool. So you made it back. So any, any street stories or anything? I do. I do. I have a street story, but I want like right when Samantha got done with her panel, um, which this was cool too, is that all the real housewives ladies that were there stayed and hung out and talked to people for as long as they could and answered questions and took uh, pictures and whatever. So Sam came down and I went up and talked to her because I wanted to get her reaction right when she was done, what she thought about it. And I'll see if you can hear this. Here we go. Let's start this. I'm shaking. I can't believe what just happened. It was so sweet. I'm like out of breath. Everyone was so great. The questions like weren't scary. Um, kinda, I'm just you, like on a high. Did you script at all? Yes. Okay, I, I did. Tell, and I had to skip a lot of the questions um, because they, I could tell that the girls, they didn't know that much about all the shows. So I asked them more just general broad questions. Yeah. Oh my God. Sorry. I'm like out of breath. Um, yeah, it was the best day of my life. You were, you were stuck to the chair? What do you mean you I was stuck in the chair. I sat down and my mic tape got like stuck and I, I literally couldn't. I was like this. It was, <laughs> I was weekend at Bernie's like literally in this chair. It was the best, it's the best day. She was super excited, as you can tell. <laughs> That's um, awesome. So there were some other, yeah, there were some stories. Like when I was in, still in the BravoCon area, like in the arena, um, I kept, oh, there was, okay, so I did, this is, you know, reality TV. You're like, okay, it's reality, but whatever. Is it really reality? How much of this is staged? But being there and seeing um, the interactions of some of these people off stage, I'm, I think a lot of the drama that the storylines on TV, sure, some of them may be contrived or played up a little bit, but there is legit beef with some of these people in real life, especially like the the New Jersey cast. Um, There was some at the uh, hotel, there was somebody shot a video of Joe Gorga is somebody. I thought you were going to say somebody shot somebody because it was in New Jersey. Mm -hmm. I just Mm -hmm. that wouldn't that wouldn't be. I was good with it. (laughs) Yeah, Joe Gorga got shot. Uh, Somebody. Yes. Somebody shot a video of, of. uh, one of like Joe Gorga's sister 
throwing mm-hmm. a, a drink oh, on him. Oh, they've been him talking and- a lot about Joe Gorga and his wife um, and that he's getting way too much attention. Um, and then there were the, there was the side eye that was thrown at his wife. Uh, she was doing something. I think they were doing a lip sync. Is that what that was? Oh, Maybe I don't. Or something that was going on. But anyway. Well, yeah, it, was, it, and that was out, that was off. That was not even at BravoCon. That was at a hotel. But this, I'm mm-hmm. walking, I'm walking around, and there, there are a whole bunch. Of, the way it's laid out, it's it's like a typical convention. And there's different big rooms where they have panels going on all the time. And some of them are huge, and not everybody can get in, so they'll have monitors out, but you can hear what's going on. So I hear, I hadn't seen any of the husbands like the house, whatever, haven't seen any of them. So I didn't even know they were really doing a panel. And I hear Joe Gorga yelling. Let me see if I can hear. So he threw, he, he starts screaming, he stood up and started screaming about being family and being loyal, talking about his sister. And then it kind of went on with this. Because this is crazy. I've been listening to this shit. I got three children. All right, Joe, Joe, we got to the next Okay. I got three children. I got, I got three children. I have a, my daughter, I got, I always say, take care of your little brothers. Let them, whatever they need, you help them in life. You help one, you slip it. I love it. Okay, all right. He was fired up. He was fired up. <laughs> yeah. And so, I mean, I just, I just have a, a, a new, a little bit new perspective seeing not these guys, not on TV, that it's kind of like maybe this drama really is real. A lot I of think, it. I think a lot of it is because when it's not, cause they're okay. None of them are good actors. Okay. Yeah. So you can tell when they're trying to force a storyline and you, by the same token, when you talk about the New Jersey ladies in particular, that was real. I'm mm-hmm. sorry, but those girls, I wouldn't want to be on the other end of those those fighting words Oh no, any one of them, right? But when they were pissed at somebody, they were pissed. Mm-hmm. And it, it's like, none of them are good, and I don't think none of them are good enough actors to pretend to be that mad at somebody. Right. I think they're- And pull it off. Yeah. So, so I do believe, yes, I do believe there really is. And I think Kathy Hilton um, is probably one of the- the best ones just in general for throwing shade. She does a great job and she, and she always, it just slides off of her, Mm -hmm. but she's had a lifetime of this. Yeah. Right. She's an absolute lifetime. And, like, and I, I think Lisa Renna is like the second in command. She she flipped off the crowd at one of the at one of the panels. She knows they were how to work her. it. She knows. And she doesn't care. That's what I love about her. She does not care. She does not care. Like she, they were booing. She just stood up and flipped them all off. Doesn't care. I think. But don't you think that also she knows that that's what keeps her at the top? Oh, sure. It's like it's it's like I think she does care. But I think she knows what brought her to the party. Mm-hmm was being that chick. And so she's like, I yeah. don't, whatever guys, you know, cause she knows inside the, she's got people going, yes. <laughs> yeah. Cause they wanted to see that. That's what they wanted to see. That's what they paid 160 bucks to see. Oh man. And, and, I, <laughs> and I don't remember if we talked about this on Friday. Did we talk? I think we did. Oh yeah. We talked about it last week too. The, <laughs> the fight, it wasn't actual like a beef on Twitter between uh, Samantha and Teddy Mellencamp. We did talk about that. And the video that yeah. came out of them, they, what the internet said was them fighting um, at BravoCon, which ended up mm-hmm. being the most liked and most interacted with video under the hashtag BravoCon 2022, which was which is huge. 
It should have been. On Saturday night, when we were, after she got done, and, and um, Morgan was there too from Morgan's Pop Talks, Morgan stayed when they recorded Watch What Happens Live that night, and then her and Samantha met me at the studio, and we recorded a Sam's episode. And I'm going to get, I'm going to grab her episode here, and because toward the end of it, I was scrolling through Instagram, and I saw uh, Teddy Mellencamp had posted a picture addressing this video and Samantha didn't mention, mention Samantha by name, but here's what it said. Let me find it. And on that high note. Yeah. I just posted that 22 minutes ago about your video. Oh, wait. We have breaking news. Dun, 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 dun. Teddy Mellencamp posted a grid photo. Get a grip. Like this woman. Okay. Read now the I'm caption. Annoyed. Read the caption. To everyone and their mother who has sent me the viral video, it was not me fighting. I use my words, not my hands. Plus my hair is pink and I wouldn't want to break a nail. <laughs> Thanks for the three million views though and making two T's in a pod number one again. Three okay. million but I also views? Know, like, that's also not me either. Right. Like, girl. Oh my God. I'm reading the comments, Pat. This is so crazy. No, don't go down the wormhole. Don't oh, go Oh, it's just down- people going, love the pink. <laughs> People, people, that, that's the thing is people knew, that's funny that she had to address that. She felt she needed to, because it's like, people knew it wasn't her. They, <laughs> the ones that mattered, the ones that cared, they knew it wasn't her. But, and, and too many of them pointed out, that's not her guys. Her hair's pink. You know, mm-hmm. it was like, if that was, that's funny. <laughs> it was quite the little bust up though. Quite the little fight. Yeah. Oh yeah. I don't even know what it's <clears throat> from, but it was, I've seen it yeah. before posted as other people, wow. but yeah, it was funny. Well, yep. the only other thing that happened this weekend, I guess, really, is that uh, the Huskers played. Mm-hmm. We'll go with that. And um, almost won. They, I thought they played a great game. Um, and DB was, uh, Damon Benning was the color analyst, right? Yeah. So that was his his debut. Um, and again, I'm going to bring back the gripe from years past, which I have to say I, I haven't maybe been complaining about in the, the most recent years, and I apologize because I just didn't it just didn't hit me but can we please for the love of all sanity come up with a way to sync the tv and the radio <laughs> yeah is I, it that hard i mean it's like okay if you know the t can can the radio because i think it was was the radio ahead of the tv or the yeah the radio was ahead of the tv because i'd have to pause the radio i had to find an app to play the game so then I, I had to find the right app so I could pause the game so I could sync it up with the TV. And then every time we went to commercials, the app would reset. Oh, interesting. And so I'd have to reset it again. And can we not just, can we not? Yeah, I don't, you know, it's frustrating just in general because different streaming services seem to be uh, delayed by by different amounts of time. Nebraska, when they were playing last oh. year, and I could hear I could hear peep fireworks going off uh, 30 seconds before I actually saw the play that happened because somebody's watching DirecTV and I'm on Hulu and I'm like, oh, something I mean, great's going to happen. I think because the broadcast itself even, the radio broadcast has their certain delay. The TV broadcast has an even longer delay um, or whatever. But can we just go, you know, let's just, okay, let's just do freaking three minutes across the board. It's a universal let's, delay. Or a one minute delay. And please, because I'm not, that was so frustrating. And it's, and that's, and I wanted to listen to him. You know, I was like, I want to listen to, he's with her at sports. He's with her at media. Mm-hmm. You know, it's his first one out. And, you know, it was like, you're kind of wanting to, I want to get back to those days. I remember the days everybody liked listening to the radio and watching the TV. That was before delays that everybody used to do that. Mm-hmm. And then they, 
then people started cussing. Dang it, people got yeah, to, people got salty, the FCC, and the FCC got pissy. We need with all the serious <laughs> stuff going on in this world, we need to get uh, Don Bacon and Tony Vargas on that platform where we have universal delays, and that would that would make more sense to me. And I could watch these political ads if that's what they were preaching instead of the the garbage mm-hmm. that we're sick of hearing about for the last two years. You want to talk about things that affect people's lives? Yes, this would be one of them. Yes, that yes. and and that and uni- an easy fix. Universal delays, and then also uh, universal rules that you have to follow when you are leaving, like for a um, phone system. Like you have to say, if you want an operator, hit zero. You have to say that at the beginning. Don't wait till the very end, and then say that. Say that at the beginning. It has to be a law. It should be so I frustrating, agree. and it all has to be the same. It's all zero, no four, <laughs> no six. What? It's just zero. <laughs> so God, see now you're making me think I, I've gone through this, I don't know, three or four times just the last week. Every time you get somebody with a voicemail system, they always tell you to please listen to the options because our, our, our something, our options have recently changed. I'm like, bullshit. They, no, they have changed. not. You're just making me want to. You just want to make me listen to the whole thing. I'm yeah. Like, yeah. And every one of them has a different option to hear somebody live. Yeah. And you should be able to see like when you call Walgreens, God forbid that you're like, Hey, thanks for calling Walgreens at blah, 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 where we have this blah, blah, blah. And this is offered blah, blah, blah. Would you like to, t- if you want to talk to your pharmacist, click one, then you hit pharmacy, whatever. Thank you. Thank you for calling the pharmacy. You have the opportunity to do it. I'm like, I don't give two. I just want to talk. You should have an option. Like if you've called repeatedly hit one to skip all the BS. Can you Blank. cut the shit? Please. CTS. Hit two to cut the shit. Hit, there we go. <laughs> Oh my gosh. That's the kind of stuff that real people wanted to hear from politicians. That's what we want is to get to the bottom of that garbage. You're you're right. I think you're on to something. Yeah. And, and it's not too late. We we still have a couple three weeks before we can, before we're voting. So come on, guys. Let's go. Right? Oh my God. So anyway, uh that's all I really had. That was my, my biggest um I've got other stuff though. I I gotta tell you, we will talk about this because I know time wise, I don't think we have enough time right now to 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 get in this and not because we just don't have enough time right now because of the time we allowed ourselves to do this podcast. But um, the new TV show on Netflix, it's called Watchers. Highly, highly encourage you to watch it. Um, and it's based on a true story. Mm. Ooh, Wait till you see it. Okay. Yeah. It's seven episodes. We will be talking about this later because I have some I have some real serious hot takes here. Ooh, okay. Mm-hmm. Sounds sounds. Mm-hmm. So other than that, uh, welcome back to the 402 and... Uh, Glad to be back in the 402. Always glad to be back in the 402. And welcome to 20 Degrees. Yes. Oh, man. Today is my first best <laughs> day. I'm super excited. You guys, thank you for listening to our podcast. Great review. Subscribe. Pat and JT Podcast. A Huda Media Production.